you've got to have the courage in any organization to go, that's dumb. But not always. I think the and we get memes. The only the only pose with a tank that that will supply you with the the good optics that you intend is if you're straddling the uh, barrel. Because <laughs> that's what you're really saying, isn't it? Right. It gets it gets to the point. Yes. I I am this... a big strong man with a giant schlong. <laughs> I have a 155 millimeter penis. <laughs> Wow, can that be the episode title? 155 <laughs> millimeter. <laughs> yeah, I got the 155 Mike Mike unit. How's it going, Craig? Uh, uh, it's okay. How are you? I'm okay. This is Craig. That is Craig. And that is Mike, and here we and are. This is Mike. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm I'm messed up today. I messed up. I'm I'm not I'm not in sync. Hold on, and uh, let's just screw this and talk to our guest. In the year of our Lord, 1506, we set sail from the cold bay of Hello, Jim. Hi, Jim. Hey, everybody. Good morning. How's everybody? How's Jim? Jim is awesome. <laughs> awesome. I to my backside in golf flags. <laughs> golf what? flags? It is all golf all the time up here in the great city of Milwaukee. Dear God. You, you thought we had a problem hosting Gen Con? Try hosting the PGA Open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's been absolutely ridiculous up here for the past week. There have been all this talk about, we saw this famous golfer out to Denny's. Oh, boy. <laughs> we saw, yeah, it's, and look, I my dad actually... Uh, used to live in Aaron, which is where Aaron Hills is, the golf course where this is taking place. So I've been on this course, and it's a beautiful course. I get all that. But holy cow. And we all know that the city of Milwaukee eventually couldn't handle Gen Con. <laughs> yeah. And and so we got people all, we got, you know, this Aaron is about an hour from downtown Milwaukee. So we got a bunch of people staying in Madison and downtown Milwaukee. So it is all golf all the time up here in the Beer City. Whoa. I didn't even know that was there. I'm looking yep. at a map right now. Is, yep. is this summer <clears throat> is this summer one hundred and fifteen for Harley Davidson? Uh oh dear oh you're making me do it. No. Is it no, next it can't year? be. It's it's they're they're coming near around numbers, but I think they're I don't think that's where they are. Boy, it's about. It's not too far away. I know that. No, no, no. <laughs> There's... They're never more than five years away from a round number. That's fair. <clears throat> this, that... go- this golf course is about uh, half a mile from a big road on a little road. <laughs> and it's the <laughs> only traffic, like, in 50 miles on any of those That's... roads right yeah. now is on. It's all just backed up cars. Highway, now. highway O. 
Well, that's that's the other thing. As you might well imagine, they don't necessarily want to encourage access to an exclusive golf resort on a year-round basis. Right. Tragically, when you try to jam 65 to 100,000 people into that space, suddenly it gets hard to get in and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got them parking out in the field like at the county fair? <laughs> what are you talking about? We got them parking in the field like the Renaissance fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Shall we rock and roll here, everybody? Good to go. Do it. What's this, Craig? Um, Glenn Headley passed Aww. away. Aww. Yeah. Suddenly from something. Yeah, just kind of out, of, know out of nowhere. <laughs> um, you know, and, and was not in a ton of movies and TV. Um, did a lot of stage, but... I have fond memories of her in two roles, um, and one is um, as Mrs. Holland, mm-hmm. a movie that to this day makes me tear up at the end. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I cry when they play the Aww. music. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, I I start I start when she gets up to introduce him. It like because I know the scene well enough now that I know. Okay, you know what's we, coming. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is the part where I, <laughs> I was a band geek, and this really this makes me so sad. <laughs> um, and uh, also from I think a lot of the geek world knows her from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, um, a movie that I have a very specific story about watching. I got my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Um, and how do you even remember seeing it? Well, here's, here's, <laughs> here's what happened. Before I went in to get the teeth out, we stopped and we rented two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and another movie that I don't remember. <laughs> because? Because I got put under for getting my teeth out and then I went home and watched the first movie, which to this day, I do no not idea remember. What it is. Don't even know what it is. <laughs> and then I watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and I was still loopy when I watched it, and that was the funniest damn movie <laughs> I had ever seen in my life. Uh huh. Well, Valium and painkillers will do that to you. Oh heavens! Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, when when the butler took Ruprecht's trident, I peed a little. <laughs> no trident, sir. Yes. <laughs> That's a funny line all by itself. <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah. Tell no, me again, why does Ruprecht have a cork on his fork? So he won't hurt himself, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pokes himself in, in the, the eye, eye with the cork. Yep. <laughs> in the eye patch, more importantly. Oh, yeah. In, right. in the eye that has the eye patch over it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that uh, I'll go back to Mr. Holland's opus briefly. I will tell you that I, it's so strange. My son... His lordship has been in both the school plays he was eligible for, and the the teacher this this school play, and we've talked about it in the context of him being in a Christmas Carol, the fact that he went from being on the number one stage in the number one show during the Christmas season to showing up in his school's production of Aladdin, right, where the where the lighting board is run off a breaker panel to stage right. <laughs> So you got young people running around going, oh, throw number seven, number seven, <laughs> no seven. Um, and so he's in that. But the teacher who runs this, uh, she 
when that was all done and they did all the thank yous, the principal came out to do all the thank yous, those kids just erupted in applause for this woman. And it was not the polite applause of children that were told to clap. They clearly love this woman. And that, that to me, and I had that Mr. Holland's opus moment where you realize, yeah, that's what you do. You know, that's, that's why you do it. God knows it's not for the house on the lake you're going to get to buy. Um, so that's really cool. But no, I, in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, I kind of had a thing for her. Oh, uh, yeah, she, me too. Serious crush. Was, Between Dirty she, Rotten Scoundrels, even into like Miss, Mr. Holland's opus, like. She no, aged, she ages. She aged. She aged well. She ages in real the, life. In real life, and she ages through the course of that movie. But she's always lovely and charming, and very gracious. And and Seems you imagine like that she'd be a really nice, you know, really good company, somebody you'd love to spend time with. So no, that. Uh, but Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, man, I. It's okay. So the 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 lead cast is down to two. No, oh. and and we talked about it off the air before the show, but for somebody that didn't apparently liked doing movies and was a theater person. Um, boy, she shows up in some interesting things. <laughs> Uncredited as the barmaid in the X-Files movie, the original one, the good oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I, re- I remember that. That's I, I looked it up just to make sure, but, um, yeah. She's Is the that... one who, who cuts Mulder off. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. he tells her, he, you know, she, she gets him to, 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 to tell her what's happening. You know about the alien conspiracy, and she says, "Okay, enough for you." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, we've got you know we know enough about acting, and you guys have followed the business enough to know that you know these people, especially stage people like her, they get these reputations as good people to work with and funny and talented, and people want them for their movies. Come on, come on, do the movie, do the movie, and they show up in the weirdest roles because they don't have to. They've got a reputation. They've got a place they can be every day. They've got a job. They don't need the work. But people so enjoy working with them that they show up in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels or in Mr. Holland's Opus or, as we were also talking about before, Bartleby the Scrivener with Crispin Glover as Bartleby. <laughs> All righty. What else we got here? Any uh, any uplifting news? <laughs> Mine's uplifting. <laughs> Okay, Mine's go, 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 go for it, Jim. Go, Jim. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I'll, I, I was looking around to try to find the one that, uh, to try to find the one that would best synopsize this. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go with the one, and credit to the Hollywood gossip. Kurt Eichenwald is a political commentator who's best known for his ability to be liked by no one. Actually, <laughs> actually that's not fair. Eichenwald is best known for butting heads with bowtie enthusiast and noted wedgie target Tucker Carlson, one of the few people on the planet who might be more loathed than Kurt himself. It doesn't matter if you lean left or right in your political views, Eichenwald and Carlson both suck out loud, and they both (laughs) devoted their sad careers to mad-maxing their way past the post-apocalyptic media hellscape created by Roger Ailes. And this is all true. The reason we bring up the Eichenwald Carlson feud is because it came to a head today, and this, this, <laughs> this is recent, a this couple is days June ago, yeah. 8th, in hilarious fashion, when we learned that one of them likes to crank it to the sight of comely cartoon chicks having their way with horny sea creatures. <laughs> you, you see, 
Eichenwald was in the process of accusing Carlson followers of sending him anti-Semitic flyers, even though he's not Jewish, in order to intimidate him. And to prove it, he posted a screenshot. A photo of, of, no, I think he's holding... The, well, he's holding the up physical the flyer that they sent him is his his is his monitor. Yeah, and his browser with all of his tabs yep. that he's got it, up. It was quickly overshadowed by something <laughs> that has little to do with politics and everything to do with Kurt's love of sexy girl on squid action. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter quickly noticed that one of the open tabs on his computer reads quote b hyphen chiku c h i k u end quote. Referring to a type, I'm going to come back to that if I may. Yeah. A type of, of animated tentacle porn. So, and, and I have to read this because we have to back up and go back through this because there are three things I think need to be said. Rather than copping to getting off on octosex, Kurt offered an unlikely explanation <laughs> involving his entire family. Of course. So, so let's go back if we may. First, you take a screenshot of your computer and you don't notice what's up on your browser. Well, that's like the great screenshots that you see every so often. And somebody posts something to their Facebook and then somebody notices it and then it gets shared around because there's a giant black dildo in the background or a big tub of lube. Or a, to- a toilet <laughs> with a lid open and a giant turd in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we've been through that grinder, haven't we? <laughs> and Speaking these two guys hate each other, or at least say, at least they're playing and hating each other, because as Bob and, Bob and Brian often say, I wonder if I'm not being played by these guys. You know, if this that's, isn't like a fake fight. That's why politics news ends up in showbiz news. I'm of the opinion that 75% of feuds amongst famous people are, other than politicians, are, are fabricated. Right. It's, it's press. Like, like right. maybe... It's, it's, maybe it's, some Kathy Griffin press conference. All the female, all the female singers, all the female pop singers who have a have an issue with each other. That's press. It's all press. Keeping their names in the news. Yep. Which Don't have an album out right now. Need to get need to get my name in the news. I'm gonna have a feud with Taylor Swift. That's, yep. Because she can afford it. Um, sure, Ariana and, Grande and, would have preferred that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Too too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Dead, dead body chunks lying all over Manchester. The um, so, 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 so the so the second yeah, cause, thing because what I said was worse than yeah, what you mentioning said. Mentioning Ariana Grande is not a. <laughs> you start talking. Jeez. No. Oh, okay, moving well, on. Moving so, on. So the God. so this but the second part. <laughs> I, I'm unaware of this site. There are types of tentacle porn. Oh sure. <laughs> Sub genres. Wait, what is it? If if you can think of it, there's porn for it. Yeah, I un- I understand. <laughs> I stipulate to this point. What was Patton Oswalt's thing? <laughs> Drinkers Monthly. <laughs> was, that, was it the magazine? Something like that. <laughs> that doesn't even strike me as that off the beaten path these days. Well, that's I, from like 20 years ago. So. Yeah. No. 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 It's it's back in the day at the Renaissance Fair backstage when because it's what you do, the head of security went to the local porn store that's now gone on Highway 50 and and came back with a magazine and said, just showed us the title and said, guess what it is? And it was backseat bear meat. Oh, huh? so, so, yeah, we were left to speculate. <laughs> um, but is that so? Like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So, okay, so there are types of animated tentacle porn. Okay, very, very good. That's that there's, but then this well, third bit, I, and, and 
Okay, oh, sorry. Oh, man. Okay, so the fact that you just said animated tentacle porn. <laughs> if you can I think that, it, I, I thought that <laughs> there's too. porn for it. <laughs> All right, back to the I animated stuff. <laughs> and so, but those two things aside, which I think are worthy of comment, but those two things aside, now we get into the real thing where... Now, let, let, it, it is important to say that Eichenwald's kids are adults. And he, okay? yeah, he did point that out. That, and, that's, and that's really important. Extremely. Because if I tell you that I'm showing my son who is nine <laughs> tentacle porn, now I'm in some kind of trouble. Okay, well, from all kinds of levels. If you say that out loud, I assume that you like misspoke. Yeah. Right. Like you stumbled right. over words somehow. Kids. Right. When he, wait, he showed his kids tentacle porn. So you have goats? Oh, <laughs> Why but would they care? Tweet- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know I could his, do a goat impression. That's pretty good. <laughs> his tweet was, quote, sigh. Okay. I'm a dumbass. Well, we're going to stipulate there. Believe it or not, my kids and I were trying to convince my wife that, quote, tentacle porn, end quote, existed. I, you know. No, no. Sorry, wrong. Just out of frame, lotion and tissues. Sorry. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's, <laughs> that's what everybody's going to think. Yes. Plus, and, it wasn't and even. And the more you insist it's something innocent, so, so to speak. Well, he can. Um, the more we're going to assume that you're yeah. uh, that that you can actually that you actually have like folders upon folders of this <laughs> tentacle porn, all broken out into subgenres. Well, wait a minute. Right, right, right. Organized by type. Thank you. So he can he that's that's one of two on his tweets. He continues his explanation. I tried to find some to show her it was real, but I couldn't find any and couldn't find any and ended up with this, mm-hmm. which it wasn't tentacle porn that was in his tab it was um extremely large animated boob porn <laughs> it was a page of nothing but photos of japanese animated then girls my, with giant boobs my remark to him is how do you get you, that no 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 you're looking over you're, you're, you're missing the point here oh i am the bigger picture if you go onto a computer and you can't find tentacle porn you don't know how to use a computer <laughs> There, this is the world we live in. Yeah, no, no, you are an idiot and shouldn't be in front of a camera. (laughs) You, Craig, that is the Perry Mason moment. (laughs) That moment in this trial where Mr. Eichenwald, who has been cruising the whole time, suddenly has somebody stand up in the back and go, Dude, Google tentacle porn. Mm -hmm. Google that phrase. Because I did. <laughs> and you get, how, would you care to guess how many hits you get on Bing? <laughs> Bing. <laughs> would, you, would you care to guess? No. Um, I'm going to say it's in the millions. Hundreds of one, thousands. One million yep. eight hundred and forty thousand. With the video clip thingies, all, which are all digitized out. Of because course. it's adult content. Well, you got to reset your. Uh, yeah, filter. you got to get in your security settings because I want to mainline my tentacle porn. <laughs> All right, there. That's where his argument is utter rubbish. Oh yeah, there's well, he 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 has to be lying. 
This is the guy who who filed a lawsuit against some random Twitter person for sending him a GIF of flashing lights and claimed he had a seizure. And then yes. when the guy filed back against him, he immediately dropped the suit and paid that guy's legal bills. Yep. This guy's nuts. He is, <laughs> that, is, that is such an obvious lie. It's like, well, I forget which one of you gentlemen said it, but it's one of two things. Either you are too dumb to be pontificating anywhere. On anything. On anything. Certainly never speak about the internet because you know nothing. Or two, you are a bald-faced liar. Yeah. And I think that's I think the second is true. Well, and I think that that that's that's a far-reaching thing with pretty much anybody who lies for a living. Um right. you just stretch it out into every realm that you can think of. Anybody that puts their face in front of a camera and and gets accused of lying is probably lying at some point or another. They're liars, they're liars, and they they assume that we're stupid. They assume that we will believe what they say. That's how that's what the reason a liar lies all the time is because they are deluded. Yes. Or they literally have incredibly gullible, stupid people listening to them. If that's their audience. <laughs> um, or they're just, they're just deluded. It's like, I can just say whatever I want. No, the, no one will care. No one will check because and, it is and, and if, and if they, and if they point something out, I'll just say something else and I'll just keep doing that until they get tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not credible on its face. Anyway, well, so, t- tentacle porn is a thing. Sure it is. <clears throat> okay, I I would like to point out one more thing. Uh oh. Um, tentacle Twitter <laughs> got kind of out of hand, kind of fast. <laughs> to the shock and surprise yeah. of no one. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I think that that people were looking at the wrong thing in that photo. Okay. Oh. The the truly disturbing thing <laughs> that was contained in that photo wasn't the flyer. It wasn't it wasn't the tab on the browser. It was the Apple Mighty Mouse circa two thousand five that he's apparently using to surf the internet. <laughs> Look at the bottom of the photo. <laughs> yeah, there's a twelve year old mouse. Oh Jeez. my goodness. <laughs> Is it on a cord? It it's a corded mouse. Yeah, okay. that's how okay. you identify Officially it. Officially, the... not allowed. No, sorry, not allowed to be on the internet. <laughs> Too stupid to be on the internet, and that's saying something because the, the, the I have a I have a niece. I have a niece who was a master of the internet when she was four, and you're too <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, and um, yeah, and multi-millionaire is he? Gotta be. I don't know about that. Apparently, he works from home. <laughs> well, that's how we say. Well, he saves his money. Quote he unquote, just uses the free tentacle porn works. Oh, as as Craig has pointed out on the show recently, there's there's plenty of free porn. You don't need to pay for it, <laughs> right? That's just that's just. Well, but these are these are the people, and this is one of the one of the other topics I wanted to raise, which was. I just, my job is in government, right? Sure. And people assume that because I'm in government, I have an adversarial relationship with the press. And anybody in the local media, I would hope, would tell you that that's exactly wrong. 180 degrees. I used to be a news reporter. It's what I I worked for the Journal Sentinel for a lot of years. And I have a tremendous respect for the media. The problem is I have respect for media as a concept not as currently practiced. 
I I had this moment, and I I have a photograph. Should you need proof, <laughs> there is a there is a newspaper that comes out once a day. It's called the Daily Reporter. It's a it's a small paper that manages. They actually publish all the bids and things for the city. But I picked up the headline, or the paper with the headline, and it read, "Governor Walker open to give and take," quote unquote, on seventy six million dollar state budget. Million. Thank that, you. That sounds like a pretty low budget for a state. The budget of the city of Milwaukee is in the billions. It's one point five billion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, no, so you, Mike, are that far away, mm-hmm. uh, over Skype, hearing this, not reading it, <laughs> immediately spotted the problem that paid editor didn't. <laughs> uh. I mean, that, how is that possible? Are you a trained expert in the matters of journalism? Do you have a degree from an accredited university? No, but if they want to hire me and pay me what they're paying their editor now, I would gladly accept and move. <laughs> there, there you go. And it's that, and why, and it's why you knew that, that is of the greatest concern to me. I, I, I'll, I've given up. Well, no, I haven't. I still send them corrections. But I, <laughs> I, I, I've given up overtly criticizing them for bad grammar, spelling, and syntax. I thought that it's was the... just on the internet journalism. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That they're printing and... they're printing those things now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, I actually, if you follow my Twitter feed, that's where I hit them. I, I post the picture of it and I say, guys, work with me. Um, but it's the meta things, like just what you were talking about. A state has a $76 million budget? That can't be. Common sense, basic background education and sense. Not, you know, for all the fun we have with it, not whether or not one guy is into a type of animated tentacle porn and not whether Kim Kardashian's butt has fallen off. <laughs> or, Wait, you know, or, which, which apparently happened. Can't, no, can't happen. Why not? Um, because it has its own gravitational pull and just kind of holds itself together. <laughs> There's, there. Uh, oh God! It's orbiting yeah, it's the Earth right. at, you know, two and a half feet above the surface. Is is, is it orbiting the Earth, or, or is Earth orbiting it? Mm. You know, or it's or whatever dance, huh? else nonsense people are pursuing, what whatever other kind of things. We just have. I wonder if we haven't lost. Uh oh. What? Hello. I'm hearing. I'm hearing music coming in. Nope. Uh oh. Okay, good. So you're having no, a stroke. It's, you're it, having a stroke, Jim. Does it smell like toast, Jim? <laughs> Stay with us, it's, Jim. It's the it's the whole thing about why we've lost basic context, basic line information that we assumed journalists knew. And as the generation that I looked up to retires or gets fired because the papers shrink and we start hiring an army of interns to do this work, I just don't know. I just do new. But we will have people on each other checking again for tentacle porn. That's great. Oh. So the new Mummy movie sucks. Does it? Apparently. You mean the movie with Tom Cruise in it? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's the worst Tom Cruise movie ever. That's what some critics are saying. That's Careful, a, that's, a, that's a low bar. Seventeen percent on. Uh, that's good. That's that's a high bar in some ways. Seventeen percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. 
Yeah, do you turn the air conditioning up or down? Right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> no, here's, here's the issue that I take. And this is uh, the, something that I pointed out when I first started seeing like what this was going to be. It's not a horror movie. It's an action movie. It's a dark action movie. Okay. And so they slam Tom Cruise into it so that he can run around and do Tom Cruise things like he does in three quarters of the movies he does nowadays. Um, and uh, I've heard think the word words like joyless, mm-hmm. lacking action, yeah. lacking stakes. A lot of Tom Cruise like looking concerned. <laughs> Close-ups of Tom Cruise looking worried and concerned and a little scared and not really much going on. So he's lost authenticity in well, his performance. The the thing that think that bothers has anything me. to do with the fact that he sold his soul to a fake alien. No, the thing Overlord. that bothers me about this is they took a genre of movie that guarantees butts and seats. Sure, there's a horror crowd out there that will go to see every damn horror movie that's in the theater. So just that, and then add to it, make it, you know, make it big budget, make it a reimagining of the mummy, a classic that they've done a number of times over the years. They could, they could make this just like, like imagine how cool a mummy movie could be. If it's like really a scary horror movie, mummy movie with the effects that we have available to us, put a couple of stars in there, really juice up the, the look, you know, really hit that Gothic, that dark the foreboding, all the you know, all the cool, uh, low lit cinematography that you can do. Um, and they tried to turn it into an action movie, and they made it joyless. So we're, you are saying Tom Cruise has lost to Brandon Fraser. <laughs> the Mummy with Brandon Fraser is an awesome movie. It is. So that is a I love ton it. of fun. I've actually seen that. that. <laughs> um, no, this I've seen. I've seen all the Mummy movies. And wow. this is supposed to be their kicking off of the dark universe. They want to create a whole cinematic universe of these old classic horror movies. They're, okay. They're, 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 the idea so was like they're going to... So Dracula's going to come back? There's going to be a, a, a Dracula swamp, and a Wolfman and a Frankenstein and a, and a, and a uh, Creature from the Black, from the Black Lagoon, Lagoon and a Phantom of the Opera and all this. And they're going to intertwine and there's going to be character crossing between them yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And apparently there's even a big reveal toward the end of this first movie that sets up another movie and with another big star. And does Bella Lugosi have a grandson that acts <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, they crapped all over it. Apparently did you, you didn't see it though. No, I have no interest. And in now you're it. not going to, you, you, you <laughs> have to work. It has to be really enticing. Uh Oh, don't worry. We'll get him back. It has to be really enticing for me to uh to watch a Tom Cruise movie. There has to be like I have to be wowed by the idea of the movie cuz I just I'm not a terribly big fan of Tom Cruise anymore. Can't really stand him to be honest. I can't remember the last thing I've seen that had him in it. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. Risky business. Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> All the right moves. There the you outsiders. Go. Yeah. Let's oh, go yeah. right back oh, yeah. to the beginning of the career when he was making good movies. Um, yeah, that's where that's at. I don't have... Uh, are we going to just wait for him and cut this? I don't know. What do you want to do? Let's give it a couple minutes and you can cut some stuff out if, if you need to. We can see if we get him back. Have you okay. tried him? Uh, I can try him. He might, he might be talking. 
What's the difference in the ringtones here? We had the traditional one earlier, didn't we? He's trying a different oh, Skype. Him. He hates Skype. Skype. He made the mistake of saying Skype worked on the first try. I know. And now we're not going to have him for the rest of the episode. Idiot. <laughs> he jinxed it. He poked Skype in the eye. He poked the the Skype bear meat in the backseat. <laughs> Something like that. What, what was that that he said? <laughs> oh, no answer. Back, backseat bear meat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No. There we go. Hello, Jim. Said all nice things about Skype. <laughs> I was just telling Mike, you poked Skype in the eye. Yep, I did. And, and... Oh, I said nice things. And 41 minutes and 44 seconds later, it decided to drop you like a hot potato. So anyway, what else is news, Mike? Potato, potato, tomato, tomato, tornado, tornado. Did you see the photo of the guy (laughs) mowing his lawn? Yeah, it's I, I am. I'm in the yes, it's real pile. Oh, I have no doubt that it's real. (laughs) <laughs> and for those of you uh, uh, listening to this who don't have access to the Google machine, picture a man in shorts and a t-shirt and sandals and sunglasses mowing his lawn in his suburban backyard with a six-foot wood privacy fence. And just over that is the scene from Wizard of Oz, <laughs> but in color. Yes. And I'm showing it to Craig. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. It totally looks Photoshopped, but apparently that is real. Yeah. And and it's that is not the best part of that picture. I just want you. Do you have the man's name right there? Oh yes, the man has an awesome name. <laughs> I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Jim, do you want to give it a shot? Oh, I didn't. I I was oh, okay. unprepared. I, I I think I rec- I can recall it, but I, since you're reading it, I'd rather you it's, did. Uh, T H E U N I S. Theunus. Theunus. Yeah. Thanus? I would say th- I would say Theunus. Yeah. Theunus. Oh, I want to call him the Eunus. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Yeah, his wife Cecilia snapped the picture of the Eunice on Friday evening as the twister passed near their home. This is in Alberta, Canada. Uh-huh. And and uh Cecilia and and the Eunice are from South Africa, I think. Mhm. Which is why they have uh or why he has that name. Um <laughs> Yeah, the, their their 9-year-old daughter uh woke her up <laughs> and said uh that she was upset by something in the backyard, but daddy won't come inside. So she went out there, and, and that's, that's what she saw. <laughs> and she insisted he, he uh, come inside, and, uh, and uh, he said, nah, that's okay. I'm just going to keep, keep mowing the lawn. Uh, quote, I'm, I was keeping an eye on it. <laughs> he said, and, oh, oh it, was, and, it was farther away than it looks in the photo. And one more. Well, um, and he said... Uh, it was going away. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because he could tell. Because <laughs> when you're looking at something with the backdrop of the sky, you can tell whether it's moving toward you or, or away from you or whether it's getting bigger or smaller. Right. Easily, you can distinguish those two things. If, you're, is... <laughs> if you're a storm chaser, yeah, you, you can. You know yeah. what to look for. This isn't guy, probably whole, not. Isn't that the whole point of that scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail with uh, Lancelot running at the camera? 
where you can't tell exactly how close he's getting until suddenly he's in the castle. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the same frame, it's the same shot each time, but he's actually closer every time because there's no frame of reference. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's there's so much there's so much that's rich about this picture. First, he clearly must he must be a farmer of some kind because there looks to be winter wheat just outside the fence where this tornado is ravaging the horizon. Well, I guess. <laughs> I I think it's just that it's one of those uh, one of those instances where they're they're the end of the subdivision, like they're, oh, they're okay. the most recent development, and that's and there's still farmland right behind them. But I I also do love the fact that apparently you know, dude is not taking the best care of his lawn. No, it's pretty. <laughs> it looks like it's mine. Got, it's got bare spots. <laughs> it it's looks... got some dandelions cooking. There's like there's some kind of shrub like thing just sprouting up in the middle. Yeah. It doesn't really look like a you know man. Like why is it right there? It's just kind of right. He didn't think about it. No. And 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 so Theunis, which is by the way, I looked it up. It's a Dutch name apparently. Well, yeah, which makes South, sense. South Kimberly African, a, South African vessels. Theunis uh, vessels. <laughs> given the fact that given the fact that he's he's out here, it's. What is the urgency of mowing to you, sir? Well, <laughs> here's here's my guess. One of two things, as you say, the lawn is in, in in not not in the best not in the best repair, not in the best shape. He finally motivated himself and said, "Okay, I'm finally <laughs> going to go out and take care of this damn lawn." I've and been then the tornado off, showed up, after and he said, "If I go inside now, I'll never come back out here and finish this." Or just you know playing to the married folk in the crowd the wife said you are going out there and, and you are going to mow that lawn today so so <laughs> this is malicious and he went out there and she was screaming at him honey honey come in and he's going no no oh, no. no you said oh, mow no. the lawn <laughs> yep. today you said the Eunice, you mow that lawn so look at the Eunice mowing the lawn <laughs> Theunis is out here mowing a oh, tornado. You didn't say unless there's a tornado. You said Theunis <laughs> mowed along, so fine. And then, I, and and then she goes back inside. And then at the end, like he he pops back in. He comes inside the house like a half an hour later, and he's all disheveled, and his hair's full of straw, and he's dirty, <laughs> and he's got cuts and scrapes. And he looks at his wife and says, "Lawn's mowed." And he goes down <laughs> to his man cave. <laughs> yeah, um... you know. That's that's so I'm going with that second one that the Eunice <laughs> has been given a directive. You are not sitting around and drinking with your Yahoo buddies until you mow that ruin of a lawn out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we went from turning <laughs> a few minutes ago. He was like a superhero <laughs> and then now he's a henpecked husband. Jeez. <laughs> we suck. Well, no, I mean, that still makes him a hero to every man drawing breath. Well, yeah, it's it's, like, it's the equivalent it's the it's the Sam the old Sam Kinison joke talking to his buddies while he's mowing the lawn. If you see me, hey, you love me. So if you see me out mowing the lawn, run me over, kill me. I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing what every guy does because we love that woman in our life. But every now and then, it's uh, no the Eunice. I raised my diet coke to you, sir. So my choices are hanging out in the basement with you. Or mowing the goddamn lawn that you've been. Well, you're assuming about. that they've got basements up there. <laughs> well, in Alberta, I think yeah. isn't it the farther north you go, everybody has a basement. Well, that you're right. That's you want it. That's why you want it. But well, I, no, I mean you have to. 
because of the climate they have they have to pour their foundations so low anyway it's probably five feet up there it's four feet in wisconsin up there it's got to be at least five feet so if you're gonna pour your if you're gonna pour your footing that that low you may as well dig a basement it's a couple more feet that's why that's why so many houses up north have basements versus the south is that it yes okay all right knowledge we just architecturally nerdburger Jim. You did. <laughs> you did. I, I knew of this distinction. I knew of this distinction. And I will say that one of my favorite quotes I've ever taken away from an alderman was the one who would, we always get these claims for people that have their stuff ruined in basements when they're, when their pipes back up or mm-hmm. they get flooding or something like that. And this alderman used to look at them and go, you do understand you're not supposed to live in your basement, right? <laughs> Though we have chosen to do so, that's not what a basement is for. And so that cultural shit, but that's why. Okay. All right. I'm check I'm going to be spending a lot of time next week at Origins with some Canadians. I'm going to have basement talk. <laughs> yeah, do a survey. Welcome to Nerd Burger Basement Talk. <laughs> where we talk oh, all the, about the basements. The Canadian edition. <laughs> it's a type of basement Welcome talk. to basement talk, eh? <laughs> Speaking of great names, I want to give a little shout out to my brother, Kurt, for the uh, Facebook post he put up here asking everybody to uh, lighten their day a little bit by sharing some of his your favorite names in sports history. All right. Okay. Harry Colon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> nice. Dick Trickle. Yeah, that's, oh, that's wait, a go-to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, quote, sure. I, quote, I quote Kitty from that 70s show. That's not a name. That's that's a condition yeah. <laughs> or a symptom. Um, Rusty and I'm going to pronounce it Kuntz. Sure, K U N. Yeah, um, Coco Crisp. <laughs> um, oil There's can. Somebody named Coco Crisp. Yeah, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball player. Oil can Boyd. Are these oil can Boyd? How many sure. of these are baseball players? That's a baseball player. I found. Oh, um, I went looking player. to so I, that I can contrib- con- could contribute, and I found. Well, at first I threw Dick, Dick Butkus out there because sure, you know, yeah. Um, and then I found also a, uh, a member of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates from the '30s. He played in the outfield. Um, named Johnny Dickshot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now <laughs> I noticed that he played in the '30s, and I thought that's a great name for like a pulp hero, like yeah. a pulp adventure hero. <laughs> Tune in next week for the adventures of Johnny Dickshot and his team as they delve into deepest Africa. I think Johnny Dickshot <laughs> needs to be a Capers character. <laughs> Johnny Dickshot. <laughs> Dizzy Dean, Pee Wee Reese. Um, if you remember the XFL, there was He Hate Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, Coco Beware for one of the best, for better wrestler names. That was wrestling, yeah. Ed Head. <laughs> Ed Head? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a baseball player as well. Hingle McCringleberry. Wow. Really? You're a Key and Peel fan, aren't you? Oh, it's yeah. from their Key and Peel's uh, oh, ridiculous oh. sports names. <laughs> Wait, was that yeah. one of the one of the ones they made fun of, or that they, they made, made up? up themselves? They, they had like a whole bunch of made up ones. Yeah. Um, I offered up the following to which I ha- no one's called shenanigans yet. We're going to see if anybody does. I threw in Carl Gaping Wound. That can't be real. No, it's totally made okay. up. <laughs> but nobody said anything yet, so <laughs> I wonder how many people are searching on it. <laughs> Anywho, any other news? Or are we going to take a jog down history lane? Okay, real quick, the Key and Peel East West College Bowl. <laughs> sure. Uh, Tavares Tavar- 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 Sunis King. 
Desquarius Green Jr. <laughs> Jr., yeah, I love yeah. that. Jack Marius. <laughs> Tac- Tactheratrix. <laughs> Javaris Jamar Javarison Dash Lamar. <laughs> hyphen Lamar, sorry. Right. Um, Devoin Shower Hyphen Handle. Hingle, yeah, Hingle McCringleberry. Sh- shower Handle. <laughs> yeah, that's, shower. His, that's his hyphenated name, Shower Handle. <laughs> Jadinkalidge Morgoon, <laughs> Sagittariat Jefferson, DeGlester Hard Dunkachud. <laughs> anyway, Jeez. they did, I think, three of those three, three different times. <laughs> sure. And then, of course, one of them, they actually had a, uh, did they have Aaron Rodgers show up and call, refer to himself as A.A. Ron Rodgers Ro- or Rodgers? A.A. Ron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't know. I think they did. Because <laughs> that's a thing, mispronouncing. Yeah common names yep <laughs> oh <laughs> you can cut all this stuff out we can make it seamless <laughs> wait i'm still okay hello hello how we do it oh there we go there we go. All right. All right. That, for the record, that one of the five million wasn't me. Apparently, that was us. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, we're, and we're cutting all of this stuff out anyway. Good. Or not. <laughs> or not. Right, with the, the amusing technological difficulty show. And now, it's that time of the show when we begin the airing of the Skype grievances. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I had forgotten this. I, when I was trying to get a hold of you guys again, I was looking up at my avatar in the upper left of the screen. And my little, you know, they have a little tag about your, you have their, your picture and then underneath my, my avatar reads sitting here, loathing Skype app. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what shows up for, for us. <laughs> All right. So let's get rolling again here. Um, Jim, you're a student of history. No, oh, I am. I am. Um, and I found Just myself, I found myself thinking a little <laughs> while back, I've been sitting on this for a while when, you know, it must we, be uncomfortable. We, we just had an election. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I found the source of your back problems. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Sitting on that history. Calm down. For a while. Um, and uh, we had, and we're not going to get all political here, but I'm just going to point out among the various catchphrases and slogans that were in there, we had, I'm with her and make America great again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got thinking, what have people through history um, in the United States here, presidential candidates used for slogans, and because you tend to forget them after, yeah, by after, the time the next, yeah, the once next you're one once you're about uh, once you're about an election out, oh sure. Well, you get reminded every so often when you see a bumper sticker from eight years ago. Uh huh. Um, but other than that, like you know, what was oh, yes, we what can. was Jimmy Carter's? <laughs> you know, <laughs> cardigans for all. No. <laughs> So I went back through, and, and the Wikipedia has a list going all the way back to 1840. Woo. Um, we're not going to hit on all of them here, but I thought we'd bust a few out here. And maybe if Jim has an interesting uh, note to make regarding the history, if, if it's Ooh. something that you know about. Um, you know, a lot of them are things like, you know, Fremont and freedom. Where, where was sure. the... Oh my God, Fremont! John Fremont was terrible in 1856. Free soil, free labor, free speech, free fr- free men, Fremont. That's his slogan. Free soil. Yeah, the free soil movement. It had to do with the gold standard and uh, letting letting people go out there. And it was the debate about how we were going to settle the West. That's kind of what I assumed, but I just thought it was, was that tied into the o- was that tied into the Oklahoma land rush. 
Yes, all those land rushes, yeah. Yes, okay, so anyway. Potting soil for all. And some of them are, yeah, some of them are just, you know, <laughs> unity, liberty, peace. Way to go, Lincoln. Boring. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Although, at the same time, in 1864 there, he did have Don't Change Horses Midstream. That's right. Which uh, got him reelected. <laughs> and then shot. Eventually, that that well, the the slogan. To be fair, the slogan didn't get him shot. Whoever wrote that slogan up for him didn't. What was it? Other than oh, inadvertently and, and, murder the president. I, it's also it's also important to mention in the context of free soil that that might have been. Now that I'm sitting here thinking, what there was actually a free soil party in America for about a minute and a half. Woohoo! Free and soil that party. Was, what year was that free soil? Uh, 56, uh, 1856. Uh, 50, Dec- yeah, that Dec- makes sense. Then. Right, that was the last gasp of any attempt to deal with slavery and its expansion west. Okay. And the the note the Free Soil Party specifically stood for when we expand west, we are not going to permit slavery on was, that land. It was in the midst of the Missouri Compromise. Exactly. And you yeah, know, when yeah, we when right, we add one right free state, we add one slave state. What it is. Okay, so anyway, you get back to yeah, you know, we're not. Tippy Canoe and Tyler too. Sure. Um, back in 1840. That's, you know. I visit that I, battlefield every time I go to Gen Con. I think Con that became a song at some point. What is Tippy Canoe? Um, it's, it's a battlefield. It's okay. a, a battlefield from the uh, War of 1812, I, I want to say. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, William Henry Harrison defeated Tecumseh. Well, it was in 1811. It was an 1811 battle. It was with Tecumseh. It was a, we're, but it's we're, part of the grievances that lead. That's... Yeah, all fits into why Tecumseh fights the way he does during the uh, during the uh, War of eighteen twelve. It's why the, it's why sides are taken during that war. It's all a part of our annihilation of a native species. Um, uh, uh, yes, going on. so moving forward. Um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of bounce through here. Uh, eighteen fifty two. Franklin Pierce, um, who had followed up uh, James K. Polk a little earlier in 44 said so, you know, he had the slogan we we poked you in 44 we we'll <laughs> pierce you in 52 i'm not kidding that wow. was a slogan was that but james k polk was an incredibly popular president yeah um and he he was a um if you know your uh well if you know your american history or if you know your they might be giants songs you'll know all about james k polk because the they might be giants wrote a song that tells you what James K. Polk did during his presidency, and he had a list of things he wanted to do. He got elected president. He did them, and he didn't run again. He said, "I've done my thing. I've done my service to to wow. God and country." If and only, he walked, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what. Okay, the guys and gals, that's what you're supposed to do. That's how this is supposed to work. It's not a career. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, 1860, Abraham Lincoln, vote yourself a farm. <laughs> that was all part of that land-granting homes, land granting, uh, homesteads and the frontier area, everything. Um, so voting yourself spoils from the federal government goes back <laughs> oh, yes. over 150 years there. <laughs> Heavens, yes. The United States government has been in some way socialist the entire time it has existed. It's kind of how the government works. Not everything, but there are certain things where the government just kind of takes care of the job for you. Mm-hmm. Or, well, or tries okay. to. <laughs> I won't, I, this, this is this is a four-hour speech that I'll condense to a minute. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I was. The, 
Okay, he's gonna he's gonna tear me a new one here somewhere. Go ahead. You're, no, no, no. You're you're pushing a legit. No, you're, I actually agree with you. Yay! The, 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 I the reality win. here is, <laughs> you do not want to drive on the road network designed by the, the lowest sector. bidder. Yeah, because <laughs> no. it's gonna go to my house and not necessarily to yours. You do not want, and I just don't know why we're doing this, to turn over air traffic control to the private sector. Oh, that scares the hell out of me. You just don't want to do it. I get, look, I work in the government. I see firsthand the problems you can have with insulated civil service labor. I get that. But there are certain things that must, must be coordinated for the common good. And and there are just some things that really ought to be done. And one of the big ones that we just keep blowing off is transit and how we get around. Mm -hmm. I swear by all that is just, if I live long enough to see a fast speed rail system from Boston to Chicago over to Portland or to Seattle, and it doesn't go through Milwaukee, I'm going to find those responsible in their rest homes and push them out of their wheelchairs. <laughs> because, I don't know, the high speed rail thing is, people always go, but look at Europe. Well, Europe's the size of, you know, four states. <laughs> it's easier and cheaper. We have a lot more land to cover here. Uh-oh. Jim, are you typing into another Wint browser window? That's a yes. <laughs> and there he goes. There we go. Hello, Jim. Hello. All right. All right. And we're back. I have no, uh -huh. idea, no idea what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about slogans. Okay. In 1872, Ulysses S. Grant ran for re-election on Grant Us Another Term. <laughs> <clears throat> also worth noting hey, that us nose, but... is Ulysses S. U.S. Grant Us. Yes. Very good. That's um, that's some clever. Mm -hmm. If only they had Photoshop and computers and four color printing. <laughs> I wonder if anybody ever li uh, grabbed onto the idea that it's you know U.S. Grant is U.S.A. Well, you know why he's called Sam Grant, right? Because Sam's his middle name. Uh, uh Ulysses S. No. Nope. Um, it's it's actually it's not. It's uh. The deal was that when he showed up at West Point, his luggage was labeled U.S. And everybody called him, hey, check it out. It's Uncle Sam. <laughs> wah, wah. Who, had, who had just become a figure. And uh, he was forever tagged as Sam. Hmm. He was born Hiram Ulysses Grant. Correct. Learn something new every day. Um, Sam Tilden in 1876 tried to steal Honest Abe, for, for, so Honest Sam Tilden. How is somebody not going to know? Come on, <laughs> this is within the same generation. <laughs> That's bit infringement, as we say in wrestling. Yeah, here's a great one to try to chant. Benjamin Harrison in, in uh, 1888, rejuvenated republicanism. Start that chant at the rally. Rejuvenated republicanism. Rejuvenated republicanism. <laughs> Whoa. And then they're saying, why are they That's... chanting for Jews? What? Oh. Rejuvenated. I'm they... just saying, 1888. Stop it. 
oh wait, wait, do you have do you have that teletype machine like for news? No, I don't have one of those. Sorry. All right, I want you all to make it in your heads, folks. Adam West has died. Oh no! Really? Eighty-eight years old. Oh man. Not Adam West. The bat nipples. That's right, old chum. You know, you know, I. I, there is, I still have it. It is sitting right here, in fact. I bought, I was, once upon a time, I was huge into little casino games for the PC. I just loved Vegas and gaming and the concepts of the math and all that. And I bought this game called Golden Nugget. And I still have it. It only, I don't think I could get it to run, but I saved the videos. Because <laughs> they tried to build a story into a casino game. And the story was you were helping Adam West crack a crime wait not batman no no adam, adam west, west. <laughs> he was an individual he was a crime fighter of and <laughs> the moment that my wife and i will quote to you at the drop of a hat is as you're getting towards the apotheosis of the story he says something on the order of all right we're here in the lab and i think we finally got it now get to that blackjack table and win don't forget to win <laughs> oh, no questions i'm in motion <laughs> um it is it, it, it we've lost batman folks to, to to just honor him i'm gonna throw this out there some days you just can't get rid of a bomb <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever see the batman movie the one movie they did in, con- in conjunction course. with the tv show uh i don't know i can't remember i used to There's watch a the scene show. and i believe it's early on where batman somehow one of the Bad guys has a bomb, and Batman gets a hold of the bomb, and he's running around with the bomb in his, yeah, in his a, arms. For the record, it's not a little bomb. No, it's a big, big bomb. And what does it say on it? Bomb. bomb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's running around trying to get rid of it, trying sure. to throw it somewhere where it won't hurt anybody. And everywhere he goes, there's like puppies kids, or little children kids, playing. Yeah. If I recall correctly, one room is full of nuns. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's really over the top. <laughs> And then he some days he just can't get, get rid, rid of, of a bomb. bomb. <laughs> and and no, this is also the movie where the shark jumps up and bites him. Yeah. <laughs> that and shark was him. pulling and my leg. That shark and, and Robin says, Batman, remember your shark repellent spray. Yeah. I can't get to my utility belt, chum. And there's this scene of Adam West on a ladder <laughs> hanging from chum? a helicopter punching I know, I know, that's there too. <laughs> Yeah, punching great, this shark great. in the head. Awesome. He's, I have this giant... movie on DVD, Mike. Okay. Oh, we, you yeah, we, you have to. We got to watch it sometime. All right. It's yeah, been a long time. In honor of Adam West. Yeah, so back to uh, slogans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam West. Gosh. This is one that I find I, I I enjoy because I've just done research into kind of this period, dealing with capers, which is set in the twenties. Um, in 1912, Woodrow Wilson was running on vote for Eight Hour Wilson. Eight-hour uh, Wilson. Eight-hour eight workday. Work yeah. This was the beginning of modern American consumerism, where mm-hmm. we had the assembly line, and we had factories, and we had things that we were producing, and people were starting to get, and not you know, people weren't working 50, 60-hour weeks anymore, where you worked every day except Sunday because you went to church. Mm-hmm. And you started to work 40, you know, pushing for the 40-hour work week. Um, and that opened up our modern consumer culture where now you weren't working all the time mm-hmm. and you were making money and you could buy things yep. and you were able to get 
you know, it's the reason the Model T was made by, by by Ford. He wanted a Model T in every garage in front of every house because he wanted it cheap enough that everybody could afford it, and with you know, and and enjoy it, and you like be able to take the car and go do stuff with it. Yeah, um, and you could do that because of the forty hour work week. Da, 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 da. Let's see what else we got here. Nineteen twenty four. Keep cool and keep coolage. <laughs> now were they using cool in that sense back then? No, no, that was that was coolage is a force of moderation. You know, this well, I suppose cool not in the sense of awesome but in the sense of don't become hot tempered. Cool it down. Yeah, yeah, let's let's it's a he's a he's a leader, he's a manager. We don't need to have any of these crazy radical options. And this was in the midst of prohibition. Correct. Um so there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of very vociferous, you know, just there's a lot of agitation on all sides of the of that issue. Um, that kind of people don't realize that it the way it permeated the country at the time that everybody had a very strong opinion about alcohol, um, especially the drunks. Um, <laughs> you know, for the record, uh, prohibition created more bars than it destroyed, and it created more drunks than it just, than it stopped. Um. That's on. Yes. That's on the record. Mm-hmm. There were less people drinking, but there were more alcoholics mm-hmm. because the people who were going to drink were going to drink. Um, a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. <laughs> yeah, that became Herbert, that's Herbert not Hoover. legendary. Yeah, twenty. That's a standard. Um, nineteen thirty-two. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Happy days are here again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just before. Uh, just before, well, I mean, just <laughs> happy days are here again. We're three years into the Great Depression. Prohibition still has a year to go. Mm, I don't know about happy days. <laughs> but that's what he got. He got elected on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> let's get another deck. This <laughs> Alfred M. Landon using a card game metaphor to answer the New Deal. Oh, you know, going after Roosevelt yeah. and the New Deal, he wants. So let's 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 try a different deck because mm. clearly this oh, okay, this deal it. isn't working. And ooh, it's wah, like, wah. Uh, playing cards. Look at me, I'm the man of the people. I play cards just like you. <laughs> I'm not gonna get elected. <laughs> I'm not gonna get elected, and this guy's gonna get elected a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that they make a rule. They made a new that rule. Says, no one can do that anymore. <laughs> oh man. 1940 again roosevelt no third term that was wendell wilkie's <laughs> slogan. nothing about me yeah, yeah. just no. <laughs> no 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 three-timer um and then franklin wendell uh, who Exactly. Exactly. And Fra- in 1944 franklin d roosevelt busted out he went now here he goes back to lincoln and does it honest right not honest oh. Don't swap horses midstream. Middle of, uh, well, not middle of the war, but, you know, right. the world is at war. Sure. I've been your president for 12 years. Do you really want to elect somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We'll elect really you, and the, then you'll die. <laughs> really want the new guy in there right now? And then we'll get a new guy anyway. Oh, 52, of course. What, what was Eisenhower's? Oh, I like Ike. I like Ike. Okay, now that okay. that got people elected. Think about that yeah, in today's pol- political arena. <laughs> I like Hillary. Ooh, <laughs> I'd like Trump. Mm. <laughs> we don't. We don't actually like you. 
Uh, I like Hillary more than Trump. That's, a, that's I, my slogan. I, or I dislike Hillary less than I dislike Trump. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I dislike like, you least. Well, and this was, you know, this was the day of, it was, you know, World War II was done. Eisenhower was, oh my God, he's, you know, everybody loved Eisenhower. We won. Everything was great. So, yeah, let's, let's elect the general. Out of the two viable candidates that I have to choose from, I dislike one slightly less than I dislike the other. Yeah. Um, 1956, um, Eisenhower again, <laughs> kind of lost his, you know, I like Ike. That's a good salad. You know, oh, it's like, sure. it's simple, straightforward. Why can't you just reuse the same one? You got to well, have a new one. It's his second term that he's running for. So I still like Ike. <laughs> That's, oh, that doesn't quite have the punch no. that I like Ike did. Um, but, How about, it, they should have gone for, I love Ike. I love Ike. Four years ago, you liked him. Now you've got to know him. <laughs> Now you're, you're in love. love. <laughs> oh, 1976. We were talking about uh, Carter. Carter, yeah. Not just peanuts. He used that. Wow. Not just peanuts. Now, admittedly, he used a leader for a change um, because he was ripping on Gerald Ford as having no leadership capability. And then Jimmy Carter went on to become president and Wait, that lead was all... us to lead us in. That was, huh, that was all one slogan? No, no. It was two different slogans. Oh, okay. Um, not just peanuts, a real leader. And this is my personal favorite. Does that fit on a sign? Like him, like him or love him, <laughs> hate him, doesn't make a difference. Um, Ronald Reagan kind of called it like it was. Are you better off than you were four, four years, years ago? ago. <laughs> was that the actual slogan? <laughs> that was that was yes. that was something that was used. Yeah, it was like, like hey, I'm take a look at what this guy has done. Yeah. Are you better? Now keep in mind, you know, late 70s. Going into 80, you know, the Middle East issue, the, you know, like the, the one thing that, that Carter is known for is the hostage situation, yep. but otherwise, you know, gas shortage, uh-huh. you know, other troubles at home, nuclear scare. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that people were worried about. And like Ronald just got up there and disco. Said, well, well, <laughs> are you better off than you were four years ago? Well, we must end the scourge of disco music. Across our great And then day. in 84, it was morning in America again. It's morning again in America. And then I don't want to talk about any of the other ones, because that actually harkens back to times that I voted. And uh, <laughs> I hate most of those people. Um, I did, I, you know, you know I, I hated some of them right from the get-go, and uh, some of them I hate in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, those are more recent. They're not as interesting as delving into the historical ones. Let's do caucuses. I'm a tank driver. <laughs> Was that his slogan? <laughs> well, that that one. Well, was only if Carrie's was. I'm a boat driver. <laughs> just, just, just for the record, it's critical that we remember. I, I, I haven't placed it yet. I think it's probably going to be my fourth rule of bureaucromancy. <laughs> Always be the person who has the courage to stand up in a room and say, "Hey, do you think that's a good idea?" <laughs> Yeah. Even if everybody else is in favor of it and going, awesome, boss. Yeah, that's great. Because somebody should have gone, um, when someone sticks their head out of a tank, I don't care if they're eight feet tall, they're going to look teeny. An epic battle of super teams has become a comedy oh, one side. Damn it. See what happens when you we know, turn the internet on? You know, they're they're gonna yeah. they're gonna look absolutely teeny. Plus, and somebody should because that was actually what was wrong with that shot. Well, in the oversized that, helmet. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's 
somebody should have said, in what way is this going to make our guy look good? And that is just so amazing to me. It's kind of like when the Obama administration thought it'd be a good idea to take a jet and low-fly Manhattan. Uh, less than a decade, I believe, from 9-11. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Nobody had Photoshop. Nobody could say, hey, sir, we could just superimpose that nice shot of Air Force One. right?" Over. No, they low-flew Manhattan and caused a panic. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you've got to have the courage in any organization to go, that's dumb. But I think, not always. I think the and we get memes. The only, the only pose with a tank that, that will supply you with the, the good optics that you intend is if you're straddling the uh, barrel. Because <laughs> that's what you're really saying, isn't it? Right. It gets, it gets to the point. Yes. I, I am this... a big, strong man with a giant schlong. <laughs> I have a 155 millimeter penis. <laughs> <laughs> wow, can that be the episode title? 155 <laughs> millimeter. <laughs> uh, I got the 155 Mike, Mike unit. <laughs> but it's... But that's that's what it is, though. It's it's you know we we want to we want to say that. No, I I have a very good friend who uh, was a tank. He was in a tank brigade during Gulf Two, and he has this picture of himself getting ready to go out during the attack out of where he staged out of Kuwait, and he is on top of his command vehicle, one of the M113 uh, AFVs, I think, and he's standing on top of it. And all his guys are gathered in this long row of like 20, 30 of these. And you see a battery of American flags fluttering against a clear blue sky. And him and all his crews, they're full geared up, sunglasses on, and their heads are all bowed in prayer. And I'm going, you want to run with that for office? You go with your pat self. Because <laughs> I do not have any picture of me that is that awesome. <laughs> I do not. On the other hand, if you're just not doing it, don't park yourself in a tank, put the goggles and helmet on and think it's going to make you look butch. Stop it. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for that story. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you. I think that's Always gonna, a pleasure to be with you guys. It's going to wrap her up. I'm sorry that we caused the problems this week. No, no, <laughs> no, we did not. Comcast. Oh, right. All right. Yes, we can hate our corporate overlords. D-bags. Comcast, you suck. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> please email us. You suck until such time as. If you'd exactly. like If you'd like to sponsor the Comcast <laughs> If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, just how about give us a, a, a consistent signal? Yeah. Well, stop screwing us on the weekend. We'd here. be happy with that. I want to watch House of Cards later. Get your act together. <laughs> Got to get caught up on Orphan Black. Watch the last I gotta, season, we couple have to episodes to, to get caught up and remind myself where we're at. Ooh. That starts up again tonight. We have to finish House of Cards before we can then catch up on all the crap on the DVR from the last two weeks that we've been missing. You're doomed. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershowgmail.com. Oh, wait. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <sighs> Sorry. We got to do this. These don't take long. Uh-huh. If we don't do them, we get, ba we get backed up. <laughs> like that the, sounds terrible like the thing we were talking about before mm -hmm. um <laughs> we have a kevin question jim you want to want to help answer a kevin question for us i'm ready okay this is 18 question uh how did cinderella buy shoes <laughs> she was the only woman in the whole kingdom that the glass slipper fit so she must be the only woman with that sized foot 
why would they stock a shoe size that only one woman could possibly buy? It Thanks, is evident Kevin. in the world of Cinderella that we are in the Middle Ages. And in the Middle Ages, there are no shoe stores. Every shoe is a custom item. There is, in fact, in England to this day, and I went there and I almost pulled the trigger. You can look it up. It is a unique shoe store in London. They have the charter to make shoes to the royal family. When you go into that shop, they carve the shape of your foot in wood, and they keep that mold forever. (laughs) They have a mold of Frank Sinatra's foot. The Duke of Wellington, uh, Yasser Arafat, bought his shoes there. Were Frank Sinatra's almost... feet unusually large for his okay. height? Okay. <laughs> so, so the point is, so so the point is, you go in there, you get it personally carved. They throw it into these huge t- bins, each one with a tag. Cinderella's shoes were custom. There are no shops. Most logical. Wow. So, Kevin, if you were trying to be funny. Suck it! Suck it! You asked your question on the wrong week. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. If you wanted the intricate, detailed, accurate answer, you asked your question on the right week. If you wanted us to be funny. I'm sorry, and congratulations. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be... Damn it, I missed my shot. Uh, That's okay. That was great, because usually we just just turn it into a bunch of jokes. You had a legitimate answer to the Cinderella shoe issue. I didn't uh, didn't know where to go with that. When I woke up this morning, I had no idea I was going to be schooled in Cinderella feet. Nor nor Jim on basements. Yeah. No idea. That's why feet. (laughs) That's why. That's why doing this show is so much fun. I learn something every time. And it is, by the way, look it up, Foster and Sons. All righty, and you can find um, game stuff from me at nerdburgergames.com, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase a copy of Murders and Acquisitions. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig change their names to Danger Fourpence and Wolfgang Wolf. Who's who? Um, I don't know. Who do you want to be? Um, Those are actual soccer player names. I like Wolfgang Wolf. Okay, I'll be Danger Fourpence. And I can make fun of you. Call you Danger Foreskin. He must go by his middle name, though. Which like is? His name is William Danger Fourpence, but he just goes by oh. Danger. Danger's my middle name, you know. That, yeah, that joke. Very, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>